When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg. This is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not uh, as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's the show you've all been waiting for. Yes, it's the Steelers Sunday Night Q&A. My name is Jeremy Betts, back with you again for another week, and I've got a special guest with me, part of the SCN Homies podcast. Got my man, Pay. Pay, what's up? What's up, Jeremy? How's it going? It's going great. I've been excited to get a chance to do a podcast with you sometime, and now that I'm on the Q&A and I'm rotating guests, it seemed like a good chance. So happy to have you on board. Happy to be here. Good deal. Uh, tell us uh, a little bit about your feelings after another successful preseason outing for the Steelers. And uh, are you taking this 
with a grain of salt, or are you fully on board this Pittsburgh Steelers team so far? I can answer the first question right right off the bat. I am on board as far as uh, drastic improvement for the Steelers this uh, for this coming up season. Hey. I don't think you know for every every team in this division has made considerable steps in the right direction for, as it, as it relates to where they were last season, where they needed to get to, and the offseason has been you know home runs for everyone. But I think if you had to rank them all, Pittsburgh's had the best offseason in the whole AFC North. Sure. So yeah. with that and the expected growth you have from your young young guys in the offense, the sky's the limit. Now, how that relates to wins and losses, you know, it all depends on how the ball bounces. Um, yeah, so, absolutely. There, You know, the, this team is going to have ample opportunity, I think, and they've got the playmakers now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be fun to watch. And I think we, we've seen, we've seen glimpses of, of something great. And uh, maybe the Steelers team is a little bit ahead of schedule from maybe what most might've thought, uh, bringing in, along a brand new quarterback who was just a rookie last year. Hard to believe given, uh, some of the things that have been said about him this off season by his own teammates and, uh, by people outside the organization as well. Um, I'm excited. And I think, for the most part, every Steelers fan is is on board with this team. So uh, very much an exciting time. Let's pop up a question here from a guy you know well, Pay. <laughs> uh, Tate, uh, popping in here with a good question. If you have one choice to watch the game opener, San Fran versus Pitt, are you taking pizza or wings? What you taking there, Pay? So my I'm a hometown Chicago guy. You yeah, can never okay. go wrong with pizza. Um, pieces in our, I mean, if you ask any Chicago, Chicago person, maybe three out of four of them will tell you pieces in their blood, sure. tomato sauce instead, instead of the red, instead of the, uh, the red, uh, stuff. Yeah, man. But for me, I'm gonna go wings just for my diet, the way, the way my diet is set up. I'm gonna try to do as less bread as possible. Give me the wings all yeah. day. That high protein, low carb option, right? Me. Good deal. Give do you, do you sauce them up or do you, uh, eat them dry? Oh no! I, I if I can get some sauce on my wings, that's perfect. I, naked, naked wings. I don't want to call it abomination, but <laughs> sometimes it, sometimes it's a mean to an end. But I prefer sure. give me give me something hot. <laughs> you know, there you go to Buffalo Wild Wings. I want the hottest thing you got on the menu. Oh, ghost man. pepper. I don't care. Give it to me. I'm a straight barbecue guy for the most part. If it's too hot, I can't enjoy it. So I I tend to take it down a notch when I'm. When I'm out at a restaurant, at least, I, I, I want to be able to eat what I pay for. <laughs> Absolutely. So let's jump in here to some Steelers questions. We got one from a regular listener, Afton Forehead. Pay, this is directed at you, man. Where did you have the Steelers finishing in the division? Maybe give us your thoughts from before preseason started and, and to now. Has it changed at all? Hey, Afton, part of the homie nation. I see you. So first part. Where do I see the Steelers finishing? So we did a we did a uh, a quick breakdown um, expectations when the season when the schedule re- was released. I think I had the Steelers tying for second, or maybe oh. maybe one game behind Baltimore. At that point, was that April? I believe yeah. that's where I had them. Okay. Now that the preseason started and we've got two weeks in, we got these joint practices. We had a couple of preseason games. 
if, if if I'm to just you know encapsulate it at that encapsulated at that point in time, I think the Steelers are a little bit further ahead than Baltimore right now, just because Baltimore sure. is installing a new offense and they've, they've had their growing pains over the last couple of weeks since since joy practices has started, and they and they're also dealing with a couple of injuries. But Pittsburgh, all systems go so far, so it will it will be. Not being not being truthful to believe that they're a little bit further ahead, at least at this point in time. So heading into the season, I was I expect Pittsburgh to be a little bit a little bit further ahead, a little bit have, have a better September, maybe even a better first half of August. I mean, not August, sure. but October. Yeah, I I tend to agree with you, especially when you consider the schedule, and I think that that's going to play a big role into this as well, especially if you're talking about the Cincinnati Bengals uh, compared to the Steelers with them having to take on a first place AFC schedule um, at, along with some of the tougher games on their matchup against their own division. It's going to be tough for them to, to handle all that and, and still maintain their kind of vice grip from the last two years on the division, especially when you consider that the Steelers and the Browns uh, also, you can throw them in there are rising mm-hmm and uh, maybe a little bit more established than they were a couple years ago now. And uh, so I I tend to agree with you. Um, Andrew Wilbar and myself on the Steelers Fix, we're going to be doing our predictions show that we do every year, uh, either this coming week or the week after. And uh, when we do, um, don't be surprised if those Pittsburgh Steelers are – are given a division title by one of us. We'll see. Um, not going to say who yet, but you can you can probably guess just based on. I don't think I don't think I would be surprised at all. <laughs> sure. So hey, you know we're we're a little bit of homies ourselves, homers, if you will, mm-hmm. sometimes here at uh, Steel Curtain Network. But that's okay. We're fans, and we're mm-hmm. we're here to talk talk about the Steelers. So uh, let's talk a, about another question here. Who's forgotten? We didn't forget you, man. And your question, should Joey Porter Jr. start against San Francisco? Pay, what do you think about this one? From my eyes, I think he's, you know, he hasn't had the best camp so far, just to me. Um, but he's still a rookie. And yeah. it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if he doesn't, if he doesn't start. I, I think Pittsburgh does have a does have the room for three starters as 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 uh corners. I mean, most teams run run stay in nickel package all you know most of the game anyway. So, should JPJ actually you know get starter snaps? I don't think San Francisco's offense would call for that for most most of the case. But so if he doesn't, if he does, that's fine. I mean, if he doesn't, I mean, he's a rookie. It's no big deal if he doesn't or not. He at some point of the season you expect him to though. You don't have to be week one. Yeah, absolutely. Let me ask you this kind of to piggyback for the San Francisco game, since that's what's coming up and they're a big time opponent. I mean, they're, they're a, an NFC championship representative um, this last year. And maybe if you ask San Francisco fans, they were a quarterback away from maybe going to a Super Bowl. I still think the Eagles probably win that game, but you can make the argument that way. Um, so San Francisco, a tough, tough team, but if you're focusing on a specific part of San Francisco that you need to stop, it's got to be this Christian McCaffrey led run okay. game. And then, you know, what Kyle Shanahan does off of that, if you eliminate the run, then it's going to be hard for him to do anything else. Is that how you see it as well? Of course, San Francisco is a zone blocking thing. They're going to run the ball on you. They're going to do, they're going to come at, you know how they're going to come at you. They're going to run the ball at you off the red, misdirections. 
mind you, and then yeah. try to hit you over the top with a play action down the seams. That's exactly how they're going to get. They're not going to. They're not going to open it up four wide, anything like that. So you definitely. So that goes back to my answer. It's not a necessity if you don't have your first defensive guy drafted out there. He'll get some yeah. snaps. Does he? Does he need to start? Probably doesn't need to. Just based on the team that you're playing. Like yeah. I, as you said, they are a run first team, and they are very good at that. So coming to the game, looking forward, have the have the right personnel for it. Yeah, I think you, you know, you're you're talking about a beginning of the season where. The Steelers are going to start Patrick Peterson and Levi Wallace on the outside. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just unless one of them gets hurt, and then you're you're forced to throw Joey Porter Jr. into the fire right there. But by midseason, that could look totally different. I think the Steelers might be better off in a, in a situation where JPJ is just so good you can't keep him off the field at outside corner, and then you can just bump Patrick Peterson inside. And I think that that would be the the best case scenario for this Steelers secondary is that JPJ just comes along real smooth, looks really good and gets out there opposite Levi Wallace. Cause I think Levi Wallace kind of locks down another side. He's mm-hmm. not going to move inside that much, but Patrick Peterson could benefit from a move inside um, where he can use his, his experience and maybe not have to rely on some of the quickness and, and agility that he may have lost a little bit of a step of uh, as his career has, has come and, and is now on the, on the downside downward side of that. I mean, uh, obviously right. he has, as Mike Tomlin likes to say, he has fewer days ahead of him than, than behind him. So, um, but you know, it's going to be interesting to see, we're going to see a, a whole lot of, of rotation like to your point out of these guys. It's not just going to be two guys on the field all the time because the Steelers live in that sub-package football a lot. And so exactly. Joey Porter Jr. is going to be asked to play significant stat- snaps very early this season. So let's bring up another question here from Vinny Aguacun. It's uh, about the Atlanta Falcons preseason game coming up this Thursday. Uh, do you think starters play the entire first half against Atlanta Thursday? I'm going to say no here. Probably not. But what's your thought? I wouldn't, would not. I wouldn't expect that. No. Yeah. Um, just, just to answer the question. Do I think it? No, I would not expect no. <laughs> that. Could it, could it happen? I would be floored if Tomlin, a veteran coach who's, but what is this his 17th season? I don't think he's going to put his guys out there. Yeah. You know, anybody playing a third season, I mean, third preseason game, more than likely he's fighting for a job. I don't, if you, if you locked up the starting spot, you're not playing. So you think, it's kind of just keeping everybody prepped, make sure that it's a mindset thing more or less, but you think he'll probably rest the the key starting guys on, on both sides of the ball is what you're saying there. Yeah, no no point. No point in playing them at this point. It's third preseason game. Let's be, We're getting ready for the season at that point. Yeah, you've seen what you need to see out of these starters, I think, especially on the defensive side. Don't go putting Cam Hayward and TJ Watt out there against Atlanta on Thursday on a short week, on a road trip. Doesn't feel like a great idea. To me, but we'll see. We'll see how Tomlin likes to handle it. Maybe he wants his team hitting the ground running a little bit more uh, in 2023 than maybe we've seen. It's going to be interesting to say to see. Um, based on this, then, do you have um, somebody that sticks out to you as needing a really big game in week three of the preseason to kind of make this roster or earn a spot that he doesn't have? No one really comes to mind. I do. I mean. One, there's, there's a quarterback that's on the roster that I do, that I have a very much familiarity with. 
Okay. I don't think he's all that great, but I don't, <laughs> I, it would be, it would be shocking to me if he did make the team. So I, I would want to pretty much pull him out, pull him out yeah. of that conversation. Um, for the most part, I don't think there's going to be any surprises, at least from, from my perspective, anybody getting cut. Yeah. So if, if I saw someone playing in that third game, that that would be a shock to me. They're like, oh my, my, oh, he's on that, uh, he's on that cut line. Hmm. It would probably be um, maybe one of those, maybe one of the linebackers that were uh, that oh, was yeah. pulled up in the offseason. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably probably in that space, but no one, no one big names. Sure, I think about the wide receiver room a little bit. Maybe Cody White versus. Mm-hmm. Gunnar Olszewski for the sixth wide receiver or something like that. I don't know. There's there's some thoughts there. I I don't think Hakeem Butler's making this team now at this point after having not played this last week and um it's it's a long shot for him to make the roster especially uh with some of the struggles he's had in camp. So I think maybe wide receiver might be the only spot where I would be like somebody who has a if somebody had a huge game maybe they jump ahead of somebody else, but. You're you're kind of right. I don't think there's going to be many surprises this season for for the Steelers as far as who's getting cut and who's not. There's going to be a tough decision, especially along the defensive line and at wide receiver. But I don't think any direction they go that you you would necessarily be surprised with the outcome, so to speak. So let's Agreed. move on to another question here uh, from Gene Smith: Who's the best backup quarterback in the AFC North? So let's think about this. Here we've got. Um, Dorian Thompson Robinson in Cleveland, who's looked pretty good this this uh, preseason. We've obviously got Mitch Trubisky in Pittsburgh. Um, is it Tyler Huntley or maybe Josh Johnson in in Baltimore? And then in Cincinnati, man, who's the backup in Cincinnati? I'm having trouble placing. Is it Jake Browning? Is that who it I is? Think, I, I think all Cincinnati fans know his name now. <laughs> I don't know it, but uh, <laughs> sure. Um. That's a tough question. Yeah. And I'm going to just default to the guy who, who made the Pro Bowl last season. <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> okay, <Hunter>. sure. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that was a that was a curious pick, but yeah, you know, hey, he's he's got it on his resume. You can't take it from him. That he does. I'm gonna go Trubisky just because he he's he's made the playoffs as a starting quarterback, you know, and he's got he's got his issues. I'll I'll give him that. You would probably be aware of this <laughs> being from Chicago, but uh, so I get why you didn't go with Trubisky, but I'm going to say Trubisky uh, for me. He's, he's probably the, the best backup for, for any of these teams currently. He so. should be. I mean, he should be. Okay, there number you go. Two, That's he fair. should be the best backup. He, he should be the best starter for somebody. You know what I'm, you know, you know what I mean? As the number two overall pick for the team that drafted him, but yeah, <laughs> You digress on that one, right? Yeah, they yeah I digress. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's another good question here from Christopher 11. Hey, fellas, do you even see a weakness on this team? Seems like they're hitting on all cylinders. Got anything, Pay? What's what's a weakness? Something to be wary of for this Pittsburgh Steelers team in 2023. I don't – well, again, let, let's let's re, uh, rewind back to last season. There, sure. were, some, there were some glaring issues. Um, run defense was one. And I think that, and you know, just um, consistent, consistent offensive play, especially in the first half of the season. Yeah. Um, 
going into this season, I don't expect either one of those to be an issue, at least a large issue, which you can get picked on right. for about. I believe the uh, with TJ Watt back healthy, with the upgrade in the at the linebacker room, um, the further um, maturation from Kenny Pickett, George Pickens, and the rest of the rest of offense, back Pratt Firemuth is back healthy. I can't I can't point into one specific area where I expect the team to be, you know, lacking, at least from what we've seen from going again coming from last season. Everything yeah. looks at this point to be at the top point at the at the top top part of their game sure. where you want it to be in August going into yeah. going to the season. You know, obviously that can change after you know actually games start happening. Yeah, I I, I agree with you there. Um, I, I'm going to say if I had to throw out just one thing that I would be wary of as as Steelers fans, it's it it's maybe it's hard to put your finger on any one thing, but it, it could still be the inside linebackers as far as coverage goes. Um, the, the bills, if they did one thing well in that, in that game is they kind of worked the middle of the field a little bit and picked on some of the linebackers until Cole Holcomb tipped the ball in the red zone. Things got tight. And uh, you know, maybe it's going to be some open field uh, yard, giving up yardage in, in the passing game over the middle. They're going to have to work on that a little bit. But I still think that once you get down to the red area, once you get down on the, on the Steelers' side of the field when they're playing defense, they're going to tighten things up and make it difficult to score a lot of points. So they may give up some yards this season. I, I struggle to see them giving up a, a ton of points and uh, a ton of points off big plays even. I, I really don't see that. But they might they might give up some chunks underneath a little bit here and there to let teams move up and down the field. Like maybe we saw in 2019 a little bit some of the some, when the Steelers were actually shutting people down in the run game, losing a couple couple first downs on on some third down conversions, you know, long longer plays up the middle of the field. But once they got into into scoring range, it was it was uh no no more a little bend and don't break defense. So mm-hmm. I could see that maybe potentially being an issue, but nothing really stands out as a super big issue for this team uh anything else come to mind for you pay there no i mean again at this point of the at this point of the off season everything is all roses um very you've true. got again you've had a very good off season i can't even stress that enough you've made a number of home run additions uh in free agency and <laughs> great players just fell to you in the draft there yeah. I, I can't i can't imagine calling anything a um a glaring weakness at this point we had to see how to get how the how the games roll once September hits. I agree with you one hundred percent. I was making a comment to a friend of mine that I couldn't believe. I, by the end of this year, there's gonna be a, a bunch of teams out there saying, "Man, I can't believe we passed up on this guy." Went to Pittsburgh of all places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think of Nick Herbig. I think of Darnell Washington. They're gonna be big pieces on this team. Uh, Joey Porter Jr. as well. If he if he turns into a lockdown corner by the end of the year, a lot of teams are gonna. Be wondering why they let him slip out of the first round. So mm-hmm. uh, there's going to be some questions to be asked, and maybe the Steelers have some regrets themselves at the end of the year. We don't know at this point, but it does look to be very promising so far. Let's answer one more question here before we go to our little break on the audio side. A good one from Afton. Which cornerbacks do you think should make the 53? 
uh, it's it's going to be tight, maybe near the back end. But Pay, do you have a, a clear cut, maybe four or five that, that definitely are going to make the roster? Um, let me see. Let's let's run down. We are obviously you got Pat Peterson, Pat Peterson, yeah. JP, JPJ. That's that's two. I, I think the Steelers are going to carry six DBs, maybe okay. six corners rather. Um, okay. So those two are are locks. You yes. got. Let's see. Um, got Levi Wallace. He's he's Levi, definitely oh, yeah, that, that's what yep. Levi is another one. Levi is okay. Those three, I think those are your starters. Starters in quotation okay. marks. Sure. He's gonna you're gonna run three center corners out there for most of the game anyway. So those are your starters. Outside of that, you're probably gonna have a little bit. Um. A little bit more wary. Uh, I'm blanking on some names. Let's think. I like, Let's... Sure, I like. I got it right up in front of me. I got James Pierre. I think he makes this team, uh, especially after the Corey Trice injury. I think he's, he's still on. The... He's still on the contract, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he's been out there. He's looked pretty pretty good. I mean, he's not he's not an aggressive cover corner. Oftentimes, mm-hmm. if he, he'll let the ball land at a wide receiver and then go make the tackle, uh, so it's not going to be. He's not going to be making big time plays, but I think still he's he's a guy that, especially in zone coverage, can can offer you um, a good bit of of experience and kind of an insurance policy back there as you as your CB four, especially with Corey Trice down. You've got guys like Sutton. Who, I'm sorry. No, Sutton, Sutton. Sutton went to the Lions. Then, yeah, Sutton's he, right? gone to the Lions. Yeah, you got Sutton's Shandon gone. Shandon Sullivan, who projects as a Sullivan, slot corner. Right. I like him. Uh, and then I guess the other guy might be Luke Barku. There's been some good things out of him, but he's fringe roster player as well. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say you probably end up with, um, another thing will depend on what they list Elijah Riley as, and I know Mm -hmm. he's listed as a safety right now, but he can play some slot corners. So they, they might even keep only five corners pay potentially this year, true corners, and then have a couple safeties that can work down into, into the slot. I have a question. Uh, Just a, I guess a segue out of this one. Where are you, where are you seeing who's ahead so far between Sullivan and Joy Porter? Oh, it's definitely Joey Porter. Um, definitely. And I think that it's definitely true after the Bills game. So, mm-hmm. and I think they're they're going to be asked to play two different roles on the team as well. So um, competition-wise, maybe not something that the two dogs, one bone type thing for them, like Mike Tomlin likes to say. So uh, JPJ has definitely been more physical. And uh, he struggled maybe with tackling, but Sullivan has struggled with some tackling as well in, in camp. So I'd say they kind of even out there, but as far as physicality and coverage, sticking with your man and being able to play outside uh, against wide receiver ones, that's been Joey Porter jr. And he's looked much better than Sullivan in that regard. Although Sullivan has shown some decent play on the inside. Absolutely. Uh, Let's see here. We're going to take a quick break. On the audio side, here watching live, we're not going anywhere. We're sticking around, and we're going to talk some more Steelers football and answer more of your questions here on the Steelers Sunday Night Q&A. Don't go anywhere. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Welcome back to the Steelers Sunday Night Q&A. We're still here. It's Jeremy Betts. It's Pay talking some Steelers football, Steelers preseason ball, and looking forward to a regular season that has just gotten a lot more interesting based on what we've seen in the preseason so far. So we're answering your questions here. Keep sending those in. Thank you to everyone who is a part of uh, the live feed right now, whether you're watching on YouTube, Twitter, or Facebook, you can comment and we will talk with you uh, and answer your questions as well. Uh, Pay, I'm going to go ahead and throw up another question here, kind of along the lines of some of the things that we've talked about already in regards to the secondary. This is a question from Gavin Anthony, and it says, if JPJ is starting, then would we move Pat Pete to safety? Um, go ahead and answer this one, Pay, and then I'll give my my thoughts on, as, on this one as well. I think that's an automatic yes. Okay. You know, for two different reasons. One, it's time for Pat P. At, at this point in his career, it's just, it's, this is what his corners do. You saw it with the greatest corner in Steeler history, Rod Woodson. At yeah. a certain point, you move to safety. Um, so if, if the guy you drafted number 32 overall makes that leap, as a okay automatic starter, of course, Pat P. Pat P's not here for the long run. Joe, Joey Porter Jr. Joey Porter Jr. is. You move. Pat I struggle P to saying safety. that name as well. It, it's tough. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely move him to safety. Yeah, that's that's okay. an easy call, and I don't think I don't think he have a problem with it. He's a he's a yeah. good vet, a good guy to have in the locker room. He'll move to safety, and let, let the young guy do his thing on that on that on the side of the ball on the side of, on yeah. the sidelines. Yeah, I. I think it's definitely an option. And and I'll say this. I think the first thing they probably do is move him inside to slot corner. 
um, mm-hmm. on, in three cornerback rotations. But as far as keeping him on the field, there's a lot of options. He can be your, he can jump back into your free safety role if if you want Mika Fitzpatrick to jump up in the box a little bit um, and play some up front and maybe jump into that uh, robber role that he's so good at and you know dropping somebody deeper, especially if um, Keanu Neal struggles a little bit and uh, shows his age to a point as well and you know the physical style of play that he has. Maybe he's been beat up. He hasn't been available a lot in, in training camp and, and for preseason games. So that's something to keep an eye on here. But having a guy like Patrick Peterson who can, who can and is willing to potentially drop back to safety, that's huge for the Steelers and gives Tomlin and, and company a lot of flexibility. Uh, we don't talk about Terrell Austin enough as Steelers nation, I don't think, uh, and what he does with the secondary and the disguises he uses, the the ability to uh, manipulate uh, personnel by putting different groupings on the field and 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 being able to take away certain aspects of the offense that you wouldn't be able to if you just ran out the same five guys on the back end every time. So it's going to be very interesting how it all plays out. But I think Terrell Austin is really a genius and really accustomed to setting up his players for success on the back end, uh, maybe more so than some of the other defensive coordinators that have come before him because of his experience back there. Um, so, yeah, I definitely agree. This could be a good move potentially uh, for Patrick Peterson um, if if that were to end up being the case. Uh, let me pull this up here as kind of a comment on that. They can have an awesome rotation with KZ and Pat P switching to safety because he said he'd do it. Pat P is, is willing. He just wants to play football and be a contributor. And, uh, you know, maybe with a, a loss of step a little bit, and I think he's still got his long speed, but that quickness might be where the issue is. Maybe he can take over um, some games from a safety position and make plays on footballs. Could be a real bright spot. Yeah, he's got, he's got the, um, what do you call it? He's got the necessary ball skills. Yeah, absolutely. You know, somebody, somebody like them who's probably going to be in Canton one day. He's got the necessary ball skills. He can see he can see the play develop from 15 yards back and make um, dynamic plays on the ball. He's yeah. he's done it. He's proven it from the you know from the uh, from the quick twitch side of his whole career. Yeah. Just be on the right side of the, just be on the right side of the quarter uh, on the field rather. Yeah. So if you put him in. A, you put him 15 yards back. I think he can he can mess around and extend his career another five years and sure. probably have another Hall of Famer career. Let, let me say this too. The way the Steelers play defense, it starts up mm-hmm. front, right? They're gonna they're gonna attack you and cause havoc in the backfield and you know, hopefully cause some quarterbacks to make some serious dire mistakes like we saw in week one last year against Joe Burrow, a, a consensus right. top three quarterback in this league who looked less than pedestrian against that Steelers defense for the majority of that game. And it was all because that front seven was relentless and would not stop so yeah get a get as many of these guys who can catch balls and have ball skills on defense in the secondary i think that's kind of the play that the steelers made this this offseason and uh get that turnover machine rolling again that takeaway machine rolling again this year uh could be huge for the steelers for sure uh let's jump to another question here moving to the offensive side of the ball a very good question and based on uh friday's or sorry, Saturday's preseason action, one that may have a different answer than what we've 
we've been talking about, but Mark Tobin says, are you guys satisfied with the run game? Still don't feel good about it. I like the 62 yarder by Warren, but it seems like we still have to rely on the passing game. You know, pay this is, this is going to be a topic of discussion because well, the Steelers tried to do this offseason was upgrade the offensive line, put some big bodies up there and looks like they're going to try to ride Najee Harrison, Jalen Warren to success on the ground. Are you concerned about that? Or do you think this one, two punch can get it done? Well, I don't, I'm not going to tell you that I I don't have my concerns about the Pittsburgh offense being able to run the ball with, you know, an amount of success that the other division, uh, other guys in the division can do, namely Baltimore, namely Cleveland, Najee Harris, he, I think the last, let me look it up. I know last season he averaged under four yards of carry, yeah. uh, just a thousand yards. I think the year before that, yeah, both both years for his career under four yards of carry. Yeah, and um, if you had uh, Jalen Warren, add Jalen Warren to me, he does look to have a little bit more bounce in his, more in his juice. step, a little yeah. more, a little <laughs> yeah. more juice, a little more. Yeah. Um, what do you say? A little more shiftiness. Look, yeah. if you reminds you a little bit of how the Cowboys backfield looked a little bit last year. Um, yeah, I mean that's a great question. I, yeah, you you want to see it? You want you want to see it to believe it? It does look a little plotting at times from Najee, but Najee's one of those guys who he doesn't have to come off the field. He can catch, he can block, yeah. he can he can run. But you do you still want to be you want to have a little bit more belief that he can sure at least you know move the chains. So right. so yeah, I, I I agree I agree with the question. It, it is that is the one split that's the one spot on offense. In fact, maybe one spot on the whole team that you may like. Eh, I don't know yet. I got to see it. If I'm the Steelers and Mike Tomlin specifically, Matt Canada, on the offensive side of the ball, I'm going to sprinkle in a lot of Jalen Warren early in football games because that's where you get that spark. That's where you get maybe some big plays to happen, and then. You know, once once the team's worn down a little bit, that's when you put Najee Harris in. Mm. Late third, early four, or late third and fourth quarter, th- if you've got a lead, especially, that's when you put the battering ram back there and just let him go to town on people because they're tired. They've been pushed around all day, hopefully by a, a very physical, powerful offensive line. And, uh, you know, maybe most first halves look like a, a solid 50-50 split between – Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. Hopefully you play to uh, their lightning and thunder aspect a little bit there. And then you ride thunder home <laughs> all the, uh, in the second half. So if I'm the personnel uh, guy uh, setting up the, the game plan, that's what I'm going to do. And, you know, uh, both of the guys can catch. And so I, I, you really like that. They can both block really well. So you're comfortable if you're Kenny Pickett with either one on the field on third down. So that's to your advantage as well. But I think if, if you had to rely on just Najee Harris, then I don't know how well this goes, but since you have both guys, Najee Harris and Jalen Warren back there, tag teaming this up, I think it can be really good. And I, I am not too overly concerned about it because you're not asking Najee Harris to run you 62 yard touchdowns. <laughs> uh, that's what you want to see out of Jalen Warren. Uh, uh, Najee Harris, you're, you're asking to turn out some tough yards, get your first downs, and uh, maybe he's more of a role player than than necessarily a, a do it all back like maybe the Steelers were hoping they got uh, in the 2021 draft. But you can make it work in this offense, I believe. Right. 
yeah so we'll we'll see how it all turns out um let's see i saw okay we talked about this a little bit um you know steely mcbeeman who do you think roster chances hinge on in this game against the falcons um i'm gonna throw a, a guy out there i think it is cody white like we mentioned before I think he does. He still has a chance at this roster, but I think he needs a good game, uh, maybe a score, uh, a big play of some kind to to make this roster. Uh, I think he's a practice squad guy, no doubt about it. Um, if if he doesn't make the actual fifty three, but his chances on the fifty three hinge here. Um, outside of that, if if you're looking at the defensive line, I think uh, Montrevious Adams might need himself a game. Uh, a game where he stands out in Atlanta and uh, because there's, there's guys gunning for his job <laughs> as the nose tackle uh, backup, nose tackle, whatever it's going to be. Um, Keanu Benton looks great. And when he's healthy, he he's looked fantastic. So um, he's going to keep ascending. And then you've got, you've got Brayden Fajoko who looks really good as a at nose tackle as well. He's a, a little bit better run stuffer and a two gapper, if you will. So um, Montrevious Adams needs himself a game uh, to make this 53, I think, because he basically has one job and that's to be nose tackle. That's what the Steelers mm-hmm. have asked him to do so far. So anybody else stand out to you pay or uh, just kind of what we talked about earlier? I think you hit it all on the head. Um, maybe we did talk about earlier how, maybe the wide receiver room may get cut down a little bit. Um, yeah. It looks like I, I don't think the Steelers will carry, you know, six plus guys in that, in that position. Um, yeah. You said, you said, uh, did you say Miles Boykin? Uh, I think he makes the team as like yeah. the wide receiver five uh, behind Calvin Austin because of, of his special teams prowess. Yeah. 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 I, I, I I don't think he get. I don't think he gets cut. But I mean, I do have him. Like, you know, he's not solidified. There's a. There's another. There's another player. You know, um, Dez. I think his name's Dez Fitz. Uh, and maybe and maybe Gunner. Other other than that, you know, those those are the guys that come up to my come to mind. Who maybe you you know may need another good game. Save them. Save themselves from the practice squad. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's get to another question here. Um, Steely McBeeman asks again, how long do you think it'll be before Keanu Benton is the starter in the middle? I think right away. <laughs> I think pretty much right away he's going to be the starter, but I could be wrong there. I think he uh, has proven, though, to be their best option as part of the – like if you're looking at the the best front three that the Steelers have to offer um, in their base 3-4, if you will, it's Cam – uh, it's, it's Keanu Benton and then it's, uh, Larry Ogunjobi. I think that's the best three, but there's going to be a mm-hmm. lot of rotation outside of Cam and Ogunjobi. Uh, there's going to be a lot of rotation with those guys too, to keep them fresh. But I think at nose tackle specifically, the third guy on the, on the defensive line, it's not just going to be one guy. It's going to be a, an army if you will. Um, but do you feel like the Steelers like Benton enough to go ahead and throw him into the fire early? I think they do actually. I hear his name a lot. Yeah. Um, Starting throwing into fire early. It again, it all depends on how September rolls, and I I don't, I don't think Pittsburgh will have a have a very tough September, but I can see I can see the uh, the situation happens when they throw them out there. I mean I, I don't think 
again, they like them. They like them. So I can definitely see the situation arise where they say, you know what, go ahead and get out there. And I don't think we're going to pull you out. Yeah. Yeah. I think think that they would love her and would just kind of take it, you know, and and prove that that he's good enough to, to, to just own that, that role. And then um, seeing uh, what Cam Hayward tries to do after this year, you never know. He could decide to hang up the cleats after this year. I, I don't necessarily believe that he will, um, unless maybe the Steelers win the Super Bowl this year. Maybe then he mm-hmm. decides to. But I think he's he's planning on coming back for 2024 um, to be a part of, of a potential championship push there as well. Um, but outside of that, I think Keanu Benton's the future at the other three tech once, uh, once Cam decides to hang it up. At least that's that would be the plan. Um, him or Demarvin Leal kind of taking over those those spots as the long term options for Pittsburgh. But um, I think they would love to see him just kind of grasp hold of a starting position. To your point, uh, as soon as he can. So um, let's take a look at the other side of the Steelers' Week One matchup here uh, against the San Francisco 49ers. Vinny Aguacun asks, "Do you think Nick Bosa's holdout ends near the last minute?" And he plays week one like TJ did a couple of years ago. Uh, this seems to be a pretty plausible scenario here. And I know San Francisco is going to want him on the field and he's worth whatever contract you give him. Cause he's that good. Uh, do you think this, this little situation that's been flying under the radar amidst quarterback struggles in, uh, or issues in San Francisco, uh, do you think that this issue gets resolved for a big week one matchup? I don't think, San Francisco has a history of uh, playing hardball with their stars Yeah, when it comes to contract negotiations. And I think we all understand that uh, San Francisco is in a win-now situation, and they understand Nick Bosa's value that he brings. I mean, he's playing a premier position. I think they're going to come to an agreement. Hmm. I definitely don't foresee Nick Bosa holding out into the the regular season. Uh, So – to answer the question, yeah, he, he I expect to see him on the field. Yeah. Come week one. I I agree with you there. Um, here's a kind of a follow-up from Vinny, and I'm gonna answer this one emphatically. Do you think Bosa has the type of game Watt did against the Bills week one, 2021? No, because he's not TJ Watt. That's the answer. TJ Watt's better. TJ Watt is the man. Nick Bosa's a wannabe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. The defensive player of the year last year. Uh, I think he could he'll be an inf- impactful player for sure, but um, I think TJ's impact on the Steelers defense is just just next level. Um, it, no, no other defensive player really matches it. Maybe outside of Aaron Donald, I don't think so. He's arguably the best player in the in the league. Yeah. TJ Watt is a is a you. I mean, the Steelers. If the TJ Watt was healthy last year, Steelers season is completely different. Yeah, completely different. That's how important he is. Yeah, that's a playoff team for sure. Last year. Oh, they're going to win one of those games that they went on a skid on in the middle of the season. If TJ Watts there, at least one, right? You started the season one and was it one and six, two and two and six, something two like that. And, two and seven, I think is what two and seven, something like that. Yeah. No, no. Two and six. Yeah. Sorry. Two and six. Yeah. Like you said, two of those, two of those games flip if TJ's out there. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, 100% agree. All right, let's throw this up. Um, I think so. Will Kendrick Green be cut? <laughs> I think he will be. I think he's been pretty bad. Let's talk about this. Uh, didn't even think about this guy when talking about the uh, does does a player's 
chances of making the 53 ride on Atlanta in preseason week three. I think Kendrick Green, this is a terrible oversight by me. I think Kendrick Green, his career with the Steelers absolutely rides on this week. I don't know um, if if he makes this roster, if he doesn't have a somewhat of a bounce back performance against the Falcons. Um, mistiming, uh, it wasn't all his fault probably, but mistiming on the snap with Mason Rudolph this last week uh, for, almost turns into a turnover. And then, um, you know, his, his blocking, it just leaves so much to be desired. But, uh, Pay, do you think he makes this team? Does full, the, his fullback, pseudo fullback role that the Steelers are trying him out save him? Or does he need to make this team as an offensive lineman first to get a chance at, at doing that? I think the offensive line is set. So if he's struggling as a fullback, it's pretty much it's pretty much a stone, to be honest with you. You got nine days of the first cuts. So as you said, he has to have a bang out game versus Atlanta to save his job. Yeah. Doesn't you know what how you don't have any other any other times to prove your worth at that point, you practice squad or some other team at that Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. He's had his opportunities. I mean, he started mm-hmm. a whole year basically, right? With Ben Roethlisberger under center. And mm-hmm. it was a disaster. And then the next year they tried him everywhere. They, they let him try center. They let him try guard disaster. And this year they're throwing him back at center so far disaster. <laughs> the only thing he's looked good at is fullback. And uh, he, nope, the Steelers aren't saving him a roster spot just, just to play fullback for this team. They've got other guys who can handle that. And I don't think they're going to be a lot of 21, 22 personnel anyway, uh, where you yeah. got two, two backs in the backfield. So if anything, it's, it's Connor Hayward coming in motion to an H back situation. It's Darnell Washington in that kind of role, uh, but not Kendrick Green off the bench if he, without a uh, without playing backup center for this team. Exactly. No doubt about it to me. So, all right, let's see. I'm trying to see if there's any other questions here. Oh, uh, this is a good one. Um, if the Steelers do end up with more of a 50 50 split, or if maybe. Maybe they go Jalen Warren because Najee's not uh, performing up to specs here. Will Najee accept his role from Shaka Steel? What do you think, Pay? Is Najee a team first player? I like to believe he is a team first player, but as far as, you know, will he accept a reduced role for the team yeah. to win? Let's 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 talk about that for a second. You know, it's been an interesting offseason for running backs. Yeah. Najee is coming up on the time where he's looking to get paid. I do not think he would he would appreciate you telling him like okay now we're gonna cut into your um to your bonus money yeah just for, you know for the, for the sure. betterment uh, betterment of the team I don't think he would appreciate that at all he's got two back to back thousand yard seasons uh, I mean you like to think the best I'm like you know yeah I believe the guy is a team first guy he wants to win he's a locker yeah. room he's a locker room guy but you know money talks BS walks yeah. That, that, you got that's it. A, that's a cool thing to ask somebody. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, I think we're we're underestimating the fact that, for all intents and purposes, this is a contract year for Najee yeah. Harris too. I mean, the the team's going to make a decision on his fifth year option at the end of the season, and uh, the way running backs get paid these days, you want that fifth year option. <laughs> you want to you want to earn that fifth year option. He's going to need to to play. He's going to need to play hard. And so oh, yeah. considering that, I think he plays hard and I think he, he shows out and I think you should yeah. draft him in fantasy in the third round. 
<laughs> that has, that's a declaration. <laughs> it's definitely a contract year. Definitely, yeah. the, definitely the year that you expect him to have his blow up. Um, yeah. No other, no other reason, no other reason not to. If he has another nausea year, which again are not bad years, but are they elite years? Not, not would not say that at all. Not, not averaging three point seven yards per carry. Yeah, but again, that's tough. That's that's a tough thing to ask it's, uh, a third year back. Like, hey. You gotta go into a uh, you gotta go into a share when you yeah. when you've been what he's been getting what three hundred carries three hundred carries his whole career. Yeah, he had oh, four hundred plus touches as a rookie. That's tough. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. Well, hey, hey, it's been real, man. So glad you were able to top on uh, after a flight, no less. <laughs> this dude's working, putting in overtime. So, uh, yeah, how about that? <laughs> Knock the uh, camera down. Sorry. Oh, you good. You good. So, thank you, Pay for propping on uh tell us anything you got coming up tell us what to look forward to on the the homies podcast um if, if you know what's going on and uh we look forward to uh to seeing you next on on what's what's coming up so tell us what's coming up i appreciate the invite there jabetz um always yeah. a pleasure and everybody don't miss don't miss the homies pod live every friday on facebook and yeah. youtube dropping audios on saturday saturday morning we have a lot of good fun. Talk a lot of good AFC AFC North content. I give you the Ravens perspective, the Ravens report, hashtag Ravens report. I, you know, my my buddies, Tate and Big G, they got the they got their bias. They're gonna give you all the Steelers, Steelers news <laughs> notes. They're gonna yes, tell sir. you how they're going. G is gonna G is giving you up something special. He's gonna he's trying to make a make a an argument how the Steelers can go fourteen and was it fourteen and three this year. He's, oh, he's, he's, oh. he's putting it together. Don't so coming soon. Get ready for okay. it. Okay. Good deal. Also, B Dirt coming with the uh Cincinnati report, running through the jungle. He, he got his own pod. Oh, it's a great listen. Check it out. Download, download everywhere and be, be on the lookout for me and B Dirt's new pod starting up soon. Pay dirt. We'll be talking uh college football and football gambling from a gambling perspective. Hey, there you go. Absolutely check all that out. And spoiler spoiler alert, I'm going to be having Big G on the Steelers Sunday night Q&A next week. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, Pay, well, thank you once again. Thank you to all of you guys in the live chat. You're the reason we're here. Keep it coming. Always good to talk with you. We'll see you next Sunday on the Steelers Sunday night Q&A. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.